0: Hi everybody, this is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us to take a look at the book. And this time we're going to look at the book of Daniel. Daniel is a prophet that reveals a timeline for the Gentile world. In fact, it is that phrase, in the times of the Gentiles, that is introduced in Daniel and helps us to understand the end-time activities of major world powers as we quickly approach the return of Jesus Christ. In the next few moments, you will listen to a portion of an introduction that I have made to my five-hour CD audio study of the book of Daniel. I hope that you will consider studying the entire book. But before we talk to you about that, let's listen now to this introduction of the book of Daniel.
1: Protection. Protection, the second thing I want you to think about. Purpose in chapter one, protection in chapter three, chapter four. Pride is the key word in chapter four. Pride is what Nebuchadnezzar had. He has a vision. He sees this great tree growing into the heavenlies. He sees the animals underneath the uh, the, uh, limbs of these trees, the birds flying in the limbs of the trees. And then he sees a heavenly visitor come down, cut the tree down. uh, There was a brass cover put over the top of it so it's not completely destroyed. And for seven years it's like that. And he calls Daniel once again. What's this all talking about? He said, that's you. You're going to be taken down. You're going to be for seven years because of your pride. And Daniel watches a year later when Nebuchadnezzar stands at his palace. There were seven palaces. There were 14 uh, temples in Babylon. The hanging gardens. Unbelievable. All of this. And Nebuchadnezzar said, look what I did. And God takes him down. Pride. Chapter 5. A little bit of, out of order here, but just let me show you chapter 5, the practical aspect. Chapter 5. Belshazzar, who happens to be the grandson, technically, of Nebuchadnezzar, is in power, having a drunken party for his cronies who come in, a thousand of them. They take the vessels out of the temple. These vessels out of the temple, they start to pour their wine in, have their drunken party in chapter 5. All of a sudden, handwriting, a hand appears with a finger, puts it on the wall, writes a message, and he doesn't know what it means, and so he calls for Daniel. He calls for Daniel after his grandmother, the queen mother, says, you better get Daniel. Remember, he helped out. This is, by the way, 70 years after chapter 1. This is 70 years later. Daniel's now probably 85 years old in chapter 5. and He comes and gives the message. You've been investigated. You're not meeting the requirements. Tonight, you're over. And the Medo-Persians come in and take over an impregnable city, a city that has two walls around it, 350 feet high, 87 feet across, a moat in the middle. They have a water supply for all that they need. The Euphrates River flows underneath the northern wall and out the southern wall, of the city of Babylon, food for 20 days, an impregnable city. They're having this drunken party, and the Medo-Persian Empire is in existence now, and they shut down the water supply, the Babylonian water supply, which is the Euphrates River, and they come underneath a tunnel, walking into the party hall, and it's over. Now, under the Medes and the Persians, chapter 6 of the book of Daniel, Daniel becomes a leader in the Medo-Persian Empire. But they don't like that. The king has great favor with Daniel, and Daniel has great favor with the king. He doesn't like that. He's told not to pray. But Daniel says, I was taught to pray three times a day, and so he prays morning, noon, and night. And because of that, he's thrown into the lion's den, and you know the story. Again, the Lord intercedes. Punishment in chapter 5. Prayer in chapter 6. May I show you how practical Daniel is? purpose chapter one you know prophecy is so practical you know why Daniel and the three Hebrew children had purpose it said they were of the royal family you know what the book of Isaiah says and one day in the future a hundred years before it ever happened Isaiah the prophet wrote one day in the future Babylon will come to power the Assyrians were in power Babylon will come to power and take some of the royal family into captivity. Daniel had purpose because he knew prophecy. Paul said, I press toward the mark. And after it's all over, he said, and for me, a crown of righteousness because I love his appearing. Daniel understood it. Daniel chapter 3, protection. Protection prophecy. These three Hebrew children, they knew the prophecies. Gives us protection from what? For life but from anxiety, fear, doubt, sin which will take us out. Pride, chapter 4. You know what pride is? It's deceptive. It's destructive. It's despised by God. But we can Only allow pride to enter in when we ignore prophecy and think we can do it. Chapter 7, punishment. Punishment. You know what? Belshazzar should have known. Isaiah also said 176 years before it happened, Cyrus will come to power and take over Babylon. Belshazzar should have realized that instead of antagonizing God. And prayer, Daniel chapter 6. Every prophet in God's word was a man of prayer. Jeremiah, the weeping prophet of prayer. Isaiah, Daniel chapter 9, you'll see later when he realized where he was in God's time, what did he do? Go to prayer. See how practical prophecy is? Gives us purpose for life protects us from those things that could take life, keeps us from pride, helps us not to go into a punishment, and gives us the information to warn others to keep from punishment, and drives us to prayer. Prophecy is very practical, and we'll apply these principles as we look at the rest of prophecy in the book of Daniel. Father, thank you for the word of God, for the privilege of developing and looking at your word and how practical indeed prophecy is it helps us to realize that there has to be purpose in life in addition to that protection is provided when we understand what you're going to do keeps us from pride takes us out of and away from that punishment to come, and helps us to warn others so they can escape that punishment, and drives us to prayer. Use all of this as we study through Daniel this week to bring honor and glory, attention to yourself, which is, of course, what prophecy is. In my precious name
0: we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you for joining us as we have taken a look at the book of Daniel a timeline for the Gentile world powers that lead up to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is an interesting study, and you have only been able to listen to an introduction of this study of the book of Daniel. If you would be interested in the entire five-hour study that will be delivered to you in CD form, you can call our toll-free number and our people can tell you how you can order your study of the book of Daniel. That toll-free number is 8-PROPHECY-8. Now, that's the short way to remember it. It's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can also go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, and be able to order this study on Daniel. It is an essential study for your understanding of in time events leading up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. By the way, let me remind you, seven years prior to the second coming of Christ, the rapture takes place when you and I as Christians will be caught up to be with Him in the air forevermore. And that could happen at any moment. And having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up. Until...